the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardtlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt, here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, also 6.30 a.m. The Word. And we're going to be talking about filing income tax returns today. And I have with me my good friend and sponsor and guest, Hector Sines, who is with Liberty Tax. He has his own franchise, and he's also uh, one of the mentors for other franchises. And so I want to introduce Hector Sines. Hey, Todd, yeah, here here today. So, um, yeah, appreciate you having me on the show. Um, Love being here. Love talking taxes, right? That's what I love to do. So um, appreciate you guys. Sure. Tell us about the mentorship that you do. Yeah, so I, I cover a region, so I'm, I'm what's considered a field consultant for the corporation, right? So I cover a region, big part of Texas. Um, the only thing I don't have in Texas really is just Houston and Waco. Um, but all the Liberty taxes in Texas, uh, other than that, are, are uh, under my region as well as New Mexico, right? So what I do is just go out to all these offices, consult with these franchisees, uh, back and forth with, you know, uh, business advice, uh, operational advice, different things, or if they're having issues with their offices, right, things like that, I try to help them out with. Okay, so are you their supervisor? You, you can you can say that, yeah, something and like that, and also you, maybe a li- liaison between them and the, the corporate office. So do they have to show you their books or their uh, report of some sort when you walk in no no okay. they don't they don't no because it's at the end of the day it's a franchise their business okay right? it's their business so as long as they're following the franchise model mm-hmm. right i mean that's really what we were there to kind of oversee but aside from that you know uh consulting right just connecting them with other franchisees and uh helping them where they have any questions, you know, tax questions, right? When it gets a little more complex, we kind of work as a team and, and utilize our resources, right? So they kind of use me as that bridge to kind of help them okay. find those folks. So you're a collaborative organization. We are. We are. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a team effort, right? So that's why they put us in regions and uh, kind of allow us to meet together, you know, work together and uh, do everything we can to help each other out. Awesome. And how long have you been doing this for Liberty Tax? I'll be going on three years, uh, so three years in September. Um, so aside from that, you know, I've been a franchisee since 2008, right? So um, just enjoy what I do, right? So I think that's why um, it, this position was perfect, right, mm-hmm. since it allows me to kind of 
be out there and share my knowledge with the other uh, team members. It sounds like a, a lot on your plate to be running your locations and traveling around the state. How do you make all that work? I, I get that question a lot, right? I mean, it, it can be, but the, the great thing is I have a good team, right? So I have a good team that takes care of the offices here in the San Antonio area um, and, you know, have a good uh, team, even in the corporate level, right, that kind of helps with uh, different things, different issues and all that that we might run into. So um, can't do it without a team, right? And so I think that's what uh, helps me uh, make it happen. Tell us where your locations are here in San Antonio. Sure. So I have three of them. So I have uh, two on the south side of town. So I have one, my main location. I call it my main location, my very first one. So that's where I office out of. It's on Southwest Military, right across from South Park Mall. Uh, 2303 Southwest Military Drive. I have one right around the corner on Sashimora and Nogalitos. Um, we have one uh, there in that location. Then we have one on the northwest side over on Babcock and Hebner. Okay, so why put a franchise so close to your home office? Well, it's uh, the, 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 you know, it's a business thing, right? Business related. It's a Demogra- good location. It, it is a good location. The demographics uh, really need that other second location and it's kind of like a satellite location to the main one Mm -hmm. so um, it allows us to kind of get a further reach in that community for uh, tax purposes and what's the best way to get started to call you email you or what Uh, either way call phone call or email Um, you know email is probably best just because I'll be able to respond to it as soon as I see it you know phone calls I'll be honest, you know, I'm, I'm pretty busy this time of year, right? So I might miss one or two, but uh, for the most part, you know, if you shoot me an email, uh, I can uh, consult, answer questions, and even uh, schedule meetings, right? Through, okay, through so let them know what the email address is. Yeah, my e- email is hector.signs, signs is S-A-E-N-Z, at libertysouthsan.com. S-O-U-T-H, S as in Sam, A-N as in Nancy. Yep. So for South San Antonio, right? Right. That's, um, yeah, LibertySouthSan.com. Okay, good. So you got those uh, three locations, Mm -hmm. and you can help them with their annual federal tax return, and what else do you do? Yeah, so we do bookkeeping services as well, right? So um, we we consult a lot with the small businesses, you know, those that might have complex situations with tax returns. Uh, even if you owe the IRS a whole bunch of money, right? Even if you didn't use our services, you owe them a bunch of money. We have uh, resources to kind of help with that, with tax uh, resolution. Um, and then we have partners like yourself, right, where we consult with uh, businesses. And if it's time for them to structure and or restructure, um, then we utilize our partners, you know, to kind of help them uh, go that route. Right? Okay. So. And for those uh, people that have not filed they need to file can you help them absolutely yeah we can we can help pretty much just anybody that had that you know that can breathe needs to file a tax return we can do it right we do from the simplest tax returns to the most complex right i have people that are multi business owners you know and or maybe day traders right have multiple forms to file uh we do it all right so we can help anybody that needs to file a tax return. Well, sometimes I get a call from a prospect. They think they need an attorney because they, they just imagine the worst that they're going to be in so much trouble for not filing sure. for years previous. And um, 
I try and send them your way, mm-hmm. and hopefully they they call. But you, they get paralyzed with fear and anxiety, and sure. it's hard to make that call. It, yeah, it is. You know, I mean, they, they uh, some people assume that we are the IRS, right? Mm-hmm. We're not. We we work for the client, right? We work for the client, and we do what we can to make sure that we get them. If if they're in trouble, we get them out of trouble. Uh, but for the most part, it, it takes a lot to get in trouble with the IRS, right? I mean, it takes years to get that uh, get to that point, right? So we we the first thing we do is just you know consult with them, let them know here here's your situation, here's what we can do to fix it, right? And just uh, create a plan, action plan, and then work it from there. Okay, well, let's start talking about uh, the standard deduction and other deductions, mm-hmm. um, itemized deductions. What, what's the difference between the standard deduction and itemized deductions? So it, it's it's optional, right? So you're, you're allowed by tax law, right, to choose between your standard and your itemized. In 2017, I believe, was it they increased the standard deduction. Um, so it, it, you're, we're finding that a lot more people are finding it harder to itemize because of the increase in the standard deduction. But basically what that standard deduction is is just an automatic uh, deduction that the IRS allows uh, on your income based on your filing status, right? And so with that standard deduction or reduce your income, from there we determine if you have taxable income after that. Um, so that's why some people itemize, right? Like taking the taxes on their home, interest on their home, um, you know, other stuff like medical expenses and some other miscellaneous items that they can deduct. And if it goes over the standard amount that's available to them, then they'll itemize, right? Or also called the long form. Yeah. So you right? kind of need to think of all the deductions you might be entitled to. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. help people figure that out? Absolutely. Absolutely, right? We'll, we'll, we'll ask questions, right? We don't automatically assume the standard, right? So we'll ask questions to see if we can discover uh, opportunities for them to itemize, right? And and so, you know, we'll go down the line, right? medical stuff, right? We'll go down the line with the house stuff, um, you know, interest that they're paying, things like that, uh, just to uncover any opportunities to itemize, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, we never leave... We don't cut corners, right? We make sure that uh, the client's getting every deduction that they, they're entitled to. And do you meet with everybody or talk to everybody, or do you have help with other people in these offices? Yeah, yeah, no, so I have help. I have teams, right? So each office that I run uh, has an office manager. Um, and, yeah, no, so I, we have plenty of help, so it's not always just me with each client. Okay, we got to take a break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll talk about some specific deductions. Stay tuned. Are you looking for reliable tax services? Look no further than Hector Signs with Liberty Tax Services, our valued sponsor here at Talk Law Radio. With years of expertise and dedication to excellence, Hector Signs ensures your taxes are in safe hands. Whether it's individual or business taxes, trust Hector Signs and Liberty Tax Services for thorough, accurate, and efficient tax solutions. Call Hector Signs at 210-764-5648. That's 210-764-5648 for all your tax needs. 9.30 a.m. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here with Hector Signs with Liberty Tax Services in San Antonio. 
Uh, hey Hector, uh, I was listen. I was watching YouTube the other day and preparing for this show, and I thought, I wonder what kind of music references uh, taxes. So have have you heard the Muppet Tax song? Uh, you know what? I have not. I have not. Oh, we're gonna do our taxes and we're going to do them right. Cause the IRS is coming and they're brimming for a fight. Oh, we're gonna do our taxes and I think we'd all agree that doing So if you haven't heard that song, you should definitely search for it on YouTube. Uh, I found it by... There's some other songs that are not clean. <laughs> yeah. So I had to search for tax song clean. There you and go. Uh, the, the Muppets are pretty clean. Awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's a catchy song. <laughs> it is, yeah. Okay, so we talked a little bit about the difference between a standard deduction and itemized deductions. And one of the itemized deductions that I heard about recently was the, the clean energy, the electric vehicle mm-hmm. deduction. Tell us how that works. Yeah, so that that one actually falls under a tax credit, right? Oh, so, credit. Yeah. So okay, that, that, so what's the difference? So the difference between a deduction and a credit, right? So a deduction is a straight deduction from your income. And a credit will go applied after we know what your tax liability is, right? So this is post, you know, figuring out your your actual taxable income. Right. So, uh, so one's above the line and one's below the line. Correct. Correct. So you think page one, page two of that 1040 deductions are on your page one. Uh, tax credits are on your page two. Okay. Yep. Yep. And then we also have differences between the two types of credits, right? We have non-refundable and refundable credits, you know. So just depending on what type of uh, uh, credit you qualify for, um, you know, would depend on which non-refundable, refundable credits you get on that tax return. Okay. And this clean vehicle tax credit mm-hmm. is what kind? So this one's going to be a non-refundable credit, right? So non-refundable credits, really what those are designed to do is bring your tax liability down to zero. Uh, so as the term expressive rights, non-refundable, so you can't get a refund from that credit. But if I owed, what's the max here, $7,500? dollars hmm if I owed $7,500 and I bought one of these vehicles, then that might zero it out. Correct. Correct. Yeah, as long as you don't qualify for any other, right? Because there's a whole bunch of non-refundable credits, mm-hmm. right? You, when we apply those, we have to use those down the line based on the form that they fall into. And so, you know, if, if your, for example, child tax credit, right? If your uh, 7500 gets wiped out by other credits, by the time we get to the clean vehicle Mm -hmm. credit, it it might disappear, right? It might no longer be available. So uh, if that's the only credit that you do qualify for, then yeah, absolutely. It'll it'll wipe that out. Well, I only want to buy a clean vehicle if I'm going to get the credit. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) No, understood. Yeah. And I think that's why it's probably wise before you do that, consult with a tax professional, right? Make sure that that's going to be a credit that can be applied Mm -hmm. uh, to your purchase because... You know, just like so, so we find it pretty common with people that purchase solar panels, right? They buy them because of the money they they uh, they assume they're going to get back, right, on their tax credit. And we have to explain to them, like, hey, you don't have any tax liability to apply this credit to, right? So unfortunately, there's no tax credit available. Yeah. So it's it's um, you know a, an educational piece at that point where we just have to kind of explain the way that works. Right, and so um, it, that's that's the way a non-refundable credit is, right? So it ha- you have to have tax liability to don't to use rely it. on the 
car dealer for sure to tell you if if it's going to be beneficial for you for sure yeah because i mean that's part of what they do right they want to make the sale but at the same time when it comes down to doing your taxes and you find out you don't get it you know that that that's back on you right you can't right. really blame them for it but it, because and, they're not tax professionals right right so yeah if you are gonna try to apply that credit like i said seek a tax professional, we can review a prior year return to see if there is an opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Talk about anything that's changed Correct. from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. So what's also new about this uh, clean vehicle tax credit? So this year for 24, if you qualify, right, if you go to the, uh, to the place to purchase that vehicle, uh, you can actually apply the credit to the payment of that vehicle, right? So it's no different than if, if you're familiar with the way marketplace insurance works, right? You're getting a tax credit to help pay for your health insurance premium. Same concept here, right? So you're able to, you know, if you do qualify for um, the, the clean vehicle credit, um, then that credit's gonna go applied to uh, the vehicle at the time that you purchase it, mm-hmm. right? And so you just reconcile that on your tax return at the end of the year. When you purchase it, the the um, uh, dealer is supposed to report the information to the IRS, mm-hmm. right? So IRS kind of already knows that you're purchasing that vehicle and uh, taking that credit for that year, right? So end of the year, you just reconcile that, uh, gets zeroed out since you've already paid it. And um, but yeah, that's that's the difference this year, right? Instead of getting it on your tax return, you can apply it straight to to that purchase. But again, this is probably going to apply more to higher income. It, it will, People. right? Because at the end of the day, you do have to have, um, you do have to have a tax liability, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think there's there's that kind of that sweet spot there of of uh, uh, income earners that will qualify because it does max out, right? So your income can't go if you're married. Income levels at three hundred thousand, anything below that qualifies. If you're above that, oh yeah, no there's lots qualify. of other rules there, for yes. how this applies, also. Yeah, so you have the, to kind of find that sweet spot. The to modified see adjusted gross income. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Yep. So yeah, that's why I tell my clients, you know, it's, it's if you're in that sweet spot, um, then go for it. Right. It's it's a uh, uh, good decision, good good way to kind of um, buy down that payment, mm-hmm. right, using that tax credit. Uh, but if you're not, if you're out of it uh, at that point, you know, it's just, uh, you know, are, are you using it for luxury or are you using it, you know, just the, that's where your decisions have to be yeah. out, right? Yeah, so. so you really do need to see a tax professional because it might not be 7500 Right. You might make too much money or not mm. enough money for it to make a difference. Right, yeah. So, like I said, you if, you have to find out if you're in that spot, right? So you have mm-hmm. to, you do have to. Like I said, seek, seek that help, professional help, to see if you're in there. Okay. Why don't you tell them how to contact you again? Sure. Yeah. So you can call me directly, 210-355-3267, uh, or you can email me, uh, hector.signs at libertysouthsand.com. Or you're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Um, yeah, you can find us on Facebook. Uh think we have an instagram i'm not the social media guy but, <laughs> uh for sure on facebook and then you know any, any one of our offices right any one of our offices can help you tell us a, a little bit about uh before you started uh liberty tax mm-hmm. uh what's your education and experience well i i graduated from utsa um i i started off with accounting right so i went through my whole college career in accounting um, was planning to, to work for a CPA firm 
uh, at one point. And <laughs> my senior year, I, I kind of got interested in insurance, right? Insurance and the whole financials uh, spectrum. Um, so I switched up my uh, my major to finance my senior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, went off to work for some insurance companies, gained a lot of knowledge there, uh, and somehow just full circle back to, you know, accounting, started mm-hmm. doing taxes again. It was just, it was an instance where I, I really wanted to um, have my own uh, company, right, because I was working for insurance companies. And uh, as I was looking into it, you know, I, I knew about taxes, knew, knew the some of the rules, baseline rules and, and basics. And so found Liberty Tax, right? Went out to a Discovery Day out there in Virginia Beach. And um, the culture is kind of what sold me, right? The culture of just making taxes fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I know really? it doesn't go hand in hand. You but do that in your office? You we, make taxes fun? We do what we can, right? You come into our <laughs> office, we try to make it not so much like a... I hate to say it right, but a funeral home. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we uh, we've got the snacks, we've got the TVs on. You know, we've we've uh, in Super Bowl time where right? we got our our team jerseys on. We we make it fun, right? We make sure that we we uh, uh, can joke around with the clients and and uh, you know have a good time while we're while we're preparing the returns. Try to calm them down a little bit, right? Because it can be stressful. It can be stressful. Yeah. So we try to make taxes fun. Uh, as much as we can. I'm glad you mentioned football because I wanted to ask you about that. You played football. Mm-hmm. Your son is big in football. Yep. So uh, who are you rooting for? Oh, gosh. Well, it, it's a hard one, right, because I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan, right, and so it's hard to go for the 49ers. But at the same time, I think uh, I think the Chiefs have just won too many. Yeah. <laughs> right, they won too many. So, yeah, I might stick with the NFC, go with the Niners, all right, so uh, my daughter's okay. gonna my daughter's gonna hate me because she's a she's a Swifty. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Uh, that last game uh, between the Forty ers and the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. That was actually a better game. Yeah, it was closer. It was, yeah, because it was a comeback thing, right? I mean, I think the the Niners were down, came back, and you know. Yeah, I I had written them off early on in, sure. in the game i said oh they're not gonna win yeah yeah so no it's it a great game yeah um i mean it's t- tough to watch like i said my cowboys went out first first round kind of expected it right i'm not gonna not gonna lie kind of expected it but yeah no i i enjoy watching the game of football either way what position did you play so I, I was uh, I was a lineman, right? So I played uh, the school that I went to was pretty small, so I played both ways, both ends of the ball. So I was a, a offensive tackle and also a defensive tackle. Okay. Mm-hmm. So fun, real fun, real fun, right? And like you said, my boys play too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both tight ends and defensive ends, so um, they do very well. I think uh, I think they picked up that gene right from right. from dad. <laughs> That's fun. It's something that you can enjoy together. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what's your daughter into? She's into the dachshund. She wants the, the dachshund, yeah. But uh, she's told me before. It's like, Dad, how do I make it to the NFL? It's like, slow down. <laughs> she's into the same stuff that the boys are, but she's very, uh, she's very athletic. Um, if if there is one thing, I would say she's more into gymnastics. Right? Okay. So she likes the jumping around, flipping cartwheels, you know, all that stuff. And she's she's a she's a natural. She's a natural idea. Yeah, my daughter did that for a few years, and I really liked it because it, it helped her to stand up straight and be confident and yeah. strong. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's she's the same way, right? I mean, she's there's nothing that'll bring her down. Like she's always very cheerful, happy, mm-hmm. go lucky, and yeah, she she loves doing everything. That's everything. awesome. Now we're going to talk about some other credits: the child credit and the earned income credit. Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, let, let's let's go down the line, right? So the non-refundable credits. It's a child tax credit, right? So. Um, yeah, we can we can start there with the child tax credit. Okay, how does it work? So, child tax credit. This is again, like I said, non-refundable, right? So, it, it's it's a little confusing uh, for those that aren't familiar with the tax law. So, it starts off as a non-refundable credit, right? So, if you have tax liability, uh, you know, up to two thousand, well, two thousand of of that credit can go towards your tax liability, mm-hmm. right? Anything left over will drop down the line to what's called a refundable credit, right? So up to sixteen hundred. Right now, the way the law is written, right? So uh, up to sixteen hundred can be refundable, and so if you qualify for that, you get that back as a refund, right? So it's it's one of those uh, where child tax credit is what's considered non-refundable. Um, additional child tax credit is refundable, right? Now to qualify. This is where a lot of people kind of get in trouble. Right? We're not in trouble, but they, they see some difference in southern returns when their child turns 17, right? Because their child mm-hmm. has to be under the age of 17 to, to qualify them for the credit. And so we'll see a lot of return, uh, a lot of refunds drop uh, once the child ages out, Yeah. right? So uh, it's one of the biggest qualifications. And, of course, you know, obviously you have to be claiming the child on your tax return to be able to claim them. So... Um, it's it's one of those things where, uh, you know, you might have a custodial versus non-custodial type thing. And so the, the non whoever's claiming the child is the one who's eligible to take that credit. Okay. We'll have to pick that up after this short break sure. uh, because there's a, a lot to unpack there. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here with Hector Sines with Liberty Tax Services talking about filing income tax returns. That's uh, the, the 2023 income that we have to report, but we have to file sometime before April 15th. But before we come back to taxes, I wanted to talk about the saints and sinners. I like to talk about the saints and sinners because um, I, I also like to talk about the law and gospel, um, the gospel of Jesus Christ who saved us and makes us like saints. Um, but I just have a saint this week. I thought you would appreciate this, Hector. Uh, I read about and heard about uh, a couple of guys, uh, Penzias and Wilson, these are two scientists uh, back in the 1960s, 70s, 80s, who uh, were working on radio waves, uh, pointing a, a big dish into space and listening. And they, they heard what sounded like background noise or, or static. And it was their theory that this background noise was um, 
the result of uh, the Big Bang. Hmm. Okay. And the reason I'm so interested in this is because I can remember when I was in science in high school, and they said, uh, we're going to talk about the Big Bang Theory, and we're going to talk about the evolution theory, uh, and we have to give equal time to both because um, the Big Bang Theory is religious, and they said that evolution was not. And so I come across this story that says these guys got a Nobel Prize mm -hmm. for proving that the Big Bang happened. Right. But in my school, I learned that it was a theory. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just want to honor these guys, uh, Arno Penzias and uh, his partner. Let's see if I can find Wilson's name. Um, Robert Wilson. Anyway, they, they shared the Nobel Prize, and I just wanted to honor them for that. And I wanted to shame my school district. <laughs> and, well, I, I, can't, I don't blame the teacher because he didn't get to choose. Sure, yeah. Um, but anyway, let's talk taxes. We were talking about the child tax credit. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's something strange going on with child tax credit now. There's uh, some myths Mm -hmm. And I want you to tell the audience to dispel those myths. Sure, yeah. So you probably heard the child tax credit in the news recently. Um, so there is a bill that's making its way up, right? And I say making its way up because it's not passed yet or it's not into law yet. And so what this bill is uh, designed to do is, is kind of help with some of the t uh, uh, tax credits and stuff like that. One in particular is the child tax credit. And so if, if passed, right, if, if it's signed into law, so it's already passed the House, has to make its way through the Senate and all that, uh, if it's signed into law, it's going to increase that refundable portion that I mentioned a while ago, the 1600 up to 1800 okay. right? And so that's kind of created uh, a standstill for some taxpayers who feel that they are entitled to that, uh, to where they're waiting, right? They're waiting to file their tax return. The issue is we don't know if it's going to be uh, passed even during the tax season, right? Yeah. So the it best, could be passed in July. It could, right? yeah, yeah. It could be pushed down the line. Now they are retroactive, right? So it, so it's going to come back, and you can um, you can make some changes. But you know what I've been telling my clients is that there's no reason to wait, right? No reason. To wait. It's better to file now. Now at the capacity that the IRS kind of works at, what's probably going to end up happening, don't quote me on this, right? But what's probably going to end up happening is if they pass it and you've already filed, uh, just like they did with the unemployment uh, a couple years ago, right, mm -hmm. during the pandemic, they're, they're just going to go ahead and make the changes on their own and send you the additional money, right? So it's better to collect your refund that you're due now and then uh, allow them to do their thing once they pass that uh, or sign it into law, right? And, so, and you get the benefit of getting your refund sooner rather absolutely. than later. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, no reason to wait, right? So uh, obviously you don't want to go any later and maybe even pass the, the filing deadline, right? And so um, you definitely want to take advantage of getting that refund right now. And it, like I said, you know, if you're entitled to more later, they'll, they'll send it, right? You'll, you'll get your money. Yeah. Yeah. One way or another. For sure. Okay, let's talk about the earned income tax credit. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, earned income credit is a refundable credit, right? So it's it's down towards the payment section of that form 1040. And so with these this refundable credit, it's it's one that is um, the IRS kind of highly uh, looks into, right? So for example, if you qualify for the earned income credit or any other refundable credit, the IRS doesn't pay those refunds out until after February 15th, right? Because they really dig into it, look into it to make sure that you do qualify. Because this year, for example, if you max out the earned income credits, you can increase your refund by 7,400. That's, you know, pretty much the almost the max of that okay. that amount. So that's a big amount to be paying to to quite a few taxpayers. Yeah. <clears throat> so for that reason, you know, they they want to make sure that uh they do their part, their due diligence, but the due diligence really starts with us as the tax professionals, right? So we go through a process of making sure that uh, our clients do indeed qualify for it, right? So uh, one of the misconceptions <clears throat> kind of like the child tax credit, right? One of the misconceptions is as long as I'm claiming a child, I qualify for it, right? Well, there's a lot more other qualifications that okay. go along with it, right? So, for example, uh, one of the biggest qualifications is residency, right? So did the child live with you? First of all, is it your child, right? Uh, are they of age? Second, did they or third, is, did they live with you for more mm -hmm. than six months out of the year, right? So as long as you can answer yes to that and you have documentation to prove that, uh, then, yes, you're entitled to that, right? So... Um, we've run into situations where we have the taxpayer that comes in and he's he or she is the non-custodial parent, right? Non-custodial meaning that, that the child didn't live with that taxpayer, right? Mm -hmm. And so in those instances, unfortunately, they, they don't qualify, right? And again, they, they're misinformed. Uh, maybe, you know, use someone before that didn't know the tax law that allowed them to, to qualify for it. But unfortunately, a non-custodial parent would not qualify for that earning credit, right? So not everybody with a child, in essence, can qualify for this. So there are some rules and regulations that go behind it. And it's that family status question that can get them audited, right? It is. It is, right? Because especially if you're claiming this credit and you're head of household, that's an even bigger uh, target on your back, if you will, with the IRS, right? So... Um, you know, it has to be a situation where, you know, obviously you have to have earned income, right? And that income has to be enough for you to be able to support the family, right? And so, um, you know, it's different things that, that kind of go into this to, to make sure that, um, you know, someone does indeed qualify for uh, that refund. Now, as far as the amount to qualify for, it really depends on your income too, right? So <clears throat> the way I explain it to my clients is if you imagine a graph with a bell curve, the more income you make, the more the, the tax credit, the earned income credit goes up. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you max it out. So if you make more income, it starts to drop, right? And so eventually, you phase it out. And so that's also a misconception is that, hey, I'm, I made more money this year. Why is my refund lower, right? It's usually been going up. Uh, well, chances are you're on the downside of that bell curve, mm -hmm. right? And so you know, we, we, we go through that process of actually educating the client, showing them why, right, why their refunds are changing, from year to year if, if they do have any changes. And so, um, you know, it kind of leaves them without a doubt, right, that, that um, everything is on the up and up when we do their deal uh, is important, right, to let them know uh, what they qualify for, what they don't qualify for, and yeah. make sure that they're following that the, the tax code, right, following the tax law to, mm -hmm. make, to, to uh, maximize their opportunities. So some of the 
challenges might be with what they call non-traditional families, um, alternative family types such as families led by a single parent, mm-hmm. cohabitating parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is right, and especially here in the state of Texas, right? I mean, we are a, a common law right. state, right? And so it gets a little tricky there too, right? I mean, <clears throat> you know, some of them will ask, well, you know, my girlfriend lives with me, right? What do you recommend here? There's kind of fine line there, right? I mean, it's because if, if they choose to then go married filing jointly, which which they can, right, by law, uh, if they choose to do that, well, something goes wrong during the year, they split up, and next year they do something different, they have to show that they're actually divorced. Oh, wow. Right? And so that's where we have to kind of educate them, like, okay, well, let's let's consider – the options, right? Let's wait. And they the can say, here. "I agreed to get married at Hector's <laughs> office." <laughs> right? Yeah. So Valentine's Day, if you want to get married, come come file. Joint. Right. Okay. <laughs> that might be a fun promotion. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So um, I wanted to ask about Groundhog Day because uh, that just recently passed. Um, of course, the groundhog did did not see his shadow. Mm-hmm. It was cloudy that day in Pennsylvania. Have you heard about uh, Bee Cave Bob and his uh, armadillo? No, no, I have not. <laughs> he has like the same ceremony. Okay. Except it's with a, an armadillo, and a, uh, of course, in the Bee Cave area, it's uh, bushes and in that kind of terrain. Yeah. Uh, but that's something else. Look it up on YouTube. Bee Cave Bob and his armadillo. Also did not see his shadow. Wow. <laughs> so we're going to have an early spring. Stay tuned. we got to take a break. Be right back. Are you looking for reliable tax services? Look no further than Hector Signs with Liberty Tax Services. Into excellence, Hector Signs ensures your taxes are in safe hands. Whether it's individual or business taxes, trust Hector Signs and Liberty Tax Services for thorough, accurate, and efficient tax solutions. Call Hector Signs at 210-764-5648. That's 210-764-5648 for all your tax needs. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here with Hector Signs talking about filing income tax returns. And Hector is with uh, Liberty Tax Services. He has three locations here in San Antonio. Why don't you mention those again? Yeah, yeah. So my locations, uh, again, two on the south side of town, right? So it's 2303 Southwest Military Drive, right across from South Park Mall. Uh, one right around the corner, Sashimoto Nogalitos, and then one on the northwest part of town uh, over on Babcock and Hebner. But, of course, we have liberty taxes all across the state of Texas, right, here, everywhere here in San Antonio. Um, all up to speed, you know, very knowledgeable franchisees and staff members. So um, any any liberty office really can help out, right? So, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's where Great. we're at. Great. Okay, we've been talking about non-refundable tax credits, refundable tax credits. Uh, We talked about the standard deduction and itemized deductions. I wanted to talk a little bit about the the, of Mm -hmm. all the different ways that that somebody could file. Um, What are some of the pitfalls that you see um, that 
that you would like to help prevent? When, when can somebody do this themselves? When should they seek a professional? And what are the different types of professionals? Yeah, so um, yeah, that's a great question, right? Because now in the, in the, we're in the day and age where there's a lot of uh, technology, right? AI technology, um, you know, you, DIY stuff you can do on the internet, yeah. right? And so a lot of people, you know, they, they avoid trying to find the professional and, and a lot of times because of the fee, right? It's understandable, right? But at the same time, we're, you're dealing with a federal document, yeah. Right. This would kind of explain to some of our clients, especially when they come in for us to review and fix some of the issues that they run into. But they're dealing with a federal document. And so they assume that, hey, you know, it seems easy enough. Right. I mean, all they're doing is punching some buttons and, mm-hmm. you know, getting me some results. But, uh, you know, we, we've had years of training to know exactly which buttons to push. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we've been talking about all the questions that you have to ask. Yeah. Yeah. And so. You know, if, if you're not uh, if you're not well versed with the tax law, then and you have a pretty complex return. We're talking about beyond just the W two, right? We're talking about maybe a small business, uh, maybe you you know rental, dip into real estate. rental real estate. See a lot of that. It you know it can get tricky, and and if you push the wrong button on those DIY uh, systems, you can be getting this big old refund you're like hey mm-hmm. this is great right i should have been doing this a long time ago but then you get the letter <laughs> right you get the letter from the irs like hey you, you took a credit you weren't supposed to and now you're in trouble and right? so, so it typically happens like that mm-hmm. they won't find out until later that they made a mistake yeah and so you know the, the irs it, it could take them some time right sometimes within the same year right so uh, but three to five years, right? Three to five years out, they can kind of look into this. If they find uh, a consistent pattern, right? Or like, let's say it's you taking the same wrong tax credit every year, they find that pattern, they'll go, go even further back, right? And so that, that can add up to be quite a bit, right? Wow. Yeah, can add to be quite a bit. And so, you know, along with the other uh, other things that are, that are out there, I mean, obviously, we get into a, a, a pinch like that, Um you know, then at that point, we, we have to amend returns, fix them, um, and then even, you know, seek uh, tax resolution, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll either find a tax attorney or someone that can help uh, to kind of resolve some of those issues there. But um, it, it's no joke, right? I mean, if you if you have a more complex tax return beyond just a, a simple W, then yeah, maybe some online software will help you mm-hmm. out, right? But Aside from that, you know, anything beyond that, you want to make sure you're finding a professional so that you can maximize your deductions. Right. Well, there's the the opposite scenario where mm-hmm. you're not claiming enough sure. yep. benefits under the code because Absolutely. you don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that might cost you some money to hire a professional, but it might be worth a whole lot more. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, and yeah, you're exactly right. So. And that has happened, right? I mean, we'll have clients that come in and, and they're like, hey, you know, this is uh, my refund's a little more than, than last year. What, what, what's the difference? We'll kind of explain to them. Like I said, every every tax return will explain to them what, what's going on. They're like, hey, they, they didn't tell me that last year, right? Or I didn't know about that. And so that that uh, allows us to give them the opportunity to kind of amend prior year returns, allows us to review them and, okay. and uh and catch those credits that they didn't catch when they did it on their own. And so you can even do a second opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so catch any inconsistencies or anything that they uh, could have taken, right, as far as deductions and credits, um, then we'll offer it to them, right, to make the change for them. Okay. 
great. Yeah. I um, ran into this article about um, this uh, House Republican that, that filed a lawsuit against uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. And uh, that wasn't the reason that I I wanted to bring up this issue. I wanted to bring up the issue of a discharge of a loan as income on your return. Mm, yeah, and yeah. and sort of the, that's what this lawsuit is about. Um, it's so new; there's not a copy of the lawsuit mm-hmm. posted anywhere yet, so that's why I didn't want to talk about it. But I thought we could talk one yeah. of those things that might surprise somebody. For sure. Yeah, like you mentioned a while ago, right? You might miss something. And so that that happens, right? That's one of the things that people commonly miss is is it's called cancellation of debt, mm-hmm. right? So, for example, you know, it, when, this is how I explain it to my students sometimes when they come in through through our my tax class. Uh, they, let's say you're, it's Christmas time. Right, you rack up the credit card expenses, uh, and then during the year it gets tough to pay it. Right, mm-hmm. so let's say that your balance is five thousand dollars. You know, you go down the line, get the nasty calls, right, the collection calls, and all that. Finally, they say, okay, well, how much can you pay? Well, I can pay two thousand dollars. Great, let's pay the two thousand. That's forgiven, right? Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. The three thousand dollars remaining uh, is also it's what's considered cancellation of debt. Mm-hmm. Now becomes income to you because you had it right you you spent it right it was it was in your possession you spent it so now that's income to you and that's income you have to report on. so if you don't put it in right cuz you you thought it was canceled right you thought it was canceled mm-hmm. so you just uh, ignored it left it alone a few years down the line one two three years later you're going to get that letter say hey you forgot to put or you you failed to put not forgotten right that you failed yeah you failed to put uh, your $3000 income this resulted in an increase in your tax liability, right? Now you owe X amount plus. Send something mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the IRS to let them know that they canceled that exactly. debt. Right. Yeah, so if you get that uh, that cancellation of debt form, don't ignore it, right? It's it's an important tax form. You do have to bring it in to, uh, to add that as income mm-hmm. on your tax return. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of people just ignore it because they assume that it was, oh, it's forgiven, Right, I can ignore it now. <laughs> but that's not the case. Yeah. You know, every time you come in here, I'm always asking you about what's new. So this time I wanted to ask you, what never changes? What never changes is that you have to file a tax return. <laughs> <laughs> right? Death and taxes is, is uh, I mean, it's just the same way we get taxed, right? You got your income, taxable income, non-taxable income. A lot of that stuff is the same. Um, things just kind of change for inflation. Uh, aside from that, like I said, I mean, that's it's really what it is, right? I mean, um, how about uh, any um, scams going on with yes, taxes? Quite a few right now, right? Especially with the pandemic kind of uh, behind us, and, and we're running into that deadline of the three years of being able to um, get some of these stimulus deals, right? And so people. Uh, I'll call them scam artists, right, are, are out there trying to say, hey, you, you can qualify for X amount of dollars, mm-hmm. right, based on a stimulus. And so people fall for it and, and right, they, they pay the fee but never get the money, right? Oh, and so okay. it, this has been uh, pretty common every year. But you'll get a phone call saying, hey, it's the IRS. Um, you owe X amount of dollars. We need to settle this right now. 
um, and they'll go down this rabbit hole of having you go to get um, gift cards yeah. to pay your balance, right? The, one for one thing, the IRS never makes phone calls, right? They're always going to send you a letter first. The only phone call is on your mm-hmm. case. Aside from that, the initial call is always, or not call, but the initial contact is always by letter, yeah. by mail. Um, and they would never ask you to pay with a gift card. Exactly. They'll never have you go down and, and uh, pay with a gift card. So so yeah. for, for guys like us, uh, that we know that doesn't make any sense, but they target elderly people mm-hmm. that might not understand yeah. what's happening. Yeah. So it, maybe we should be asking our, our parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and neighbors you know, uh, have you filed your taxes or are you concerned about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody calls you, don't give them any information. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because no matter if you're, if you're earning income, yeah, you, you have to file no matter what, right? Age, age is really not, there's no limit to that. Um, so yeah, it's important to make sure, you know, your, your loved ones, right. Your, Cause if they do fall behind a year or two and then they get that phone call, they're going to get scared, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to think it is, it's true. Right. But, um, Oh, you like like I said, Iris never makes those phone calls. I tell some people that the the biggest thing you can do to protect your elderly family members and and friends is to disconnect the phone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. It, it, it's tough these days too, right? Because I mean, we get so many scam calls and uh, robo calls and things like that, and you know, phone. Right. Right. So, right. Uh, it, it it gets tough to really monitor that and all that, but. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I wanted to say one thing about legacy before we close out. And now it's time for the Talk Law Radio Legacy Spotlight. What's your legacy? Sponsored by Marquardt Law Firm. I was uh, reading a devotional and I, I saw this uh, reference to Psalm 111, verse uh, th- 3 and 4. It says, He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. And uh, there was a long Bible study that went along with it, but I just wanted to mention that to our listeners. If God cares about his legacy, we should care about our legacy. And um, a friend of mine said a while back that our legacy is the sum of all of our actions while Mm -hmm. we're alive. And uh, so I have to close out the show hector thank you for joining me once again thanks for having me i'll talk to you later fun always fun yes sir thank you General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.